Stephen Abbey now with Osha on Hit 105. Yesterday, the whole office stopped as there was breaking news on the TV, and that was the announcement of Corey Parker retiring yeah. Yeah. from the Broncos. I was really shocked and I was really upset, and I was like, you know, good for him. And the, the speech that he did was amazing, and he thanked his family, and I got a bit teary, and I sent a text to him and his beautiful wife um, just saying, Congratulations, an amazing career for both of you because it was, you know, support team as well. And the message I got back from his beautiful wife, Margot Parker, was you're a sook. So she joins us now. Morning, Margot. <laughs> I think I think for me the thing is because I've known about it for a few months now. Yeah. I've kind of processed it and I've been able to deal with it. And everyone's around me going, oh, she's sad. It's so sad. I'm like, no, I'm actually really excited. Yeah. Yeah, it's always a way, like when you're ready to announce a pregnancy, you've been yeah. with it for yeah. 12 weeks. So you're yeah. like, eh, yeah, that's all right. Yeah. So how long are you saying that you've known about it for then? I think we've been talking um, three months. Um, but Sorry, your phone's up. cutting out. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking up. Not the reception to Logan's really bad. Stick <laughs> <laughs> skies. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. that. Uh, I'll go out into the wilderness. Okay. okay. Um, oh, that's yeah, better. So Thank no, you. I think about three months ago, he sort of, you know, came to me with the idea of possibly retiring at the end of this year. Right. And I'm always very supportive of any decision that he makes because I always know that. You know, I'm in good hands with him. Yeah. So mm. I sort of just said, you whatever you feel, darling, you know, I just want you to be happy and well and, um, you know, playing because you're still enjoying it, not because you feel you have to. Mm. Um, and so he kind of, you know, processed that information and um, talked to his dad and, um, you know, a, a few other confidants and then sort of came to the decision and said, yeah, no, I think I'm going to give it away. So I had the discussion with the Broncos about not taking up the contract next year and, um you know, seeing out this year. So, um, yeah, probably for a month um, he actually made the decision, the decision in his yeah. own head. Yeah, right. Yeah, because he toyed with it a bit. It's a, it's a huge thing. He's not known anything else for the last 17 years yeah. other than going yeah. to training and being with his mates and his friends and in that env- and controlled environment especially. Um, but also, Margot, you've, you've, only ever, you've only ever known him like this. Are you yeah, exactly. are you ready for no, him just kind of like hanging around the house <laughs> like don't really know what to do? I know. I said. I said this morning. Oh my god! I'm not going to be a wag anymore. What am I going to do with my life? <laughs> <laughs> that shoe collection, hun, is really going to go down. So that's going to be an issue. But it, it is going to be a transition for you as well. I th- think that the, yeah, the the comment I had on, in the paper from Darren Lockie was quite surprising of him saying he was surprised because he's. It's not like Corey Parker's playing ability has gone down. No. But no, Corey said that he was right. just. He was sort of worried, I, in a very selfless way, that he was going to let down teammates next year if he didn't have that ability to play. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, there are there has been, um, you know, history of players playing too long and yeah. then people going, oh, he should have finished last year or, you know, he didn't finish his season off so great this year. And I don't think he wanted to let that happen. Yeah. Corey likes to be in control. You know, he's, that's the way his life is. And so he wanted to control his destiny, I guess. Yeah. And um, he wanted to make sure that he went out playing the best he can and which he's been doing for at least the last you know six years anyway but definitely in the last four years he's really ridden that peak at the top and um i think he wanted to make sure he he bowed out and and it was on his terms which he you know made really um 
a prominent fixture yesterday in his speech that yeah. he wanted to go out on his terms um, and he didn't want to be um, ruled out by injury or um, getting old or just that lacklustre performance anymore because yeah. he likes to put in 100%. So he just wanted to make sure that he was doing it at the right time and um, he feels that this year is that for him. Well, he yeah. certainly has and now the boys have to win the State of Origin oh, they have for to. him. There is uh, no, no, like no, the State of Origin, my uh, God, pressure. Well, we've loved him, we've loved what he's done for Brisbane and we've loved having him being a part of the show over the years as well and you too, yeah. but we thought we'd give you a call and just uh, say congrats to him and pass on our congrats and our thanks for everything he's done for the Broncos. And, uh, yeah. yeah, now the boys have awesome. to win State of Origin 2016 they for do. Parker. Tomorrow night's going to be a huge night. Yeah. 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 My last yeah. State of Origin in Queensland ever. What, what, what rides on the win for you, Margot? What have you... You got any special? You did put him on an incentive program last yeah, time, the, remember? Is there an incentive? <laughs> is this off air? You shouldn't this, talk about I, this. It doesn't this, matter. No, I, can't, I can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Margot. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Love you guys. Bye. Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. There's a new movie, all right? It's a new Tarzan film. It stars Alexander Skarsgård, the tall, exceedingly handsome chap from True Blood, and Margot Robbie, uh, who I'm sure many Queensland guys once tried to pick up at a bar or went, ah, no, no, maybe not, and now they're like, oh, my God, what did I do wrong? Um, Yes, they're in that film together, and I went to go interview Alexander Skarsgård the other week at the uh, Park Hyatt, which is a very fancy hotel in Sydney, across the road from the Sydney Opera House. Yeah. but I wanted to. I chatted with you two about you know what I should ask him first. Do we help? You kind of. You kind of stitched me up a little bit. No. no, no we helped. Mm, I tried as hard as I could. Yeah. Have a listen because we had a talk beforehand. Yeah. I tried as hard as I could to ask the questions you wanted me to ask. Thank you. I think I did okay, <laughs> and right. I ended up not getting punched. So it worked out okay. All right. Let's have a listen. You are Tarzan. like who you were but you need to go home I'm uh, off to interview Alexander Skarsgård for the new Tarzan movie. What do you want to know? I would like to know if he's always been as hot as what he is. So hang on, you want to... I can't ask him, have you... Hey, Alexander, have you always been this hot? It's going to be very difficult to ask that. How are you, mate? I'm doing good, thank you. Welcome. Thank you, sir. Um, I'm... Not too ex- exceedingly familiar with your country, but I've got the idea that everyone looks as good as you. I come from a very big family, so pretty much everyone in Sweden is related to me. Tall and good looking? Um, we're all identical, pretty much, yeah. Pretend uh, that you're related to Margot Robbie. I'm going to give it a shot. And obviously, you worked in this film with the beautiful Margot Robbie. I actually grew up in Queensland. We're actually related. She's a cousin of mine. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Her. Mum and my dad are related, but I didn't know until I lived in Los Angeles for a long time. And then I, you do w- look like Margot. Was had an Australians in film yeah. dinner, and she showed up. What are you doing here? She's like, I'm like only the hottest film star ever. Ask him if Margot Robbie taught him any Australian slang. Okay. Did she um, teach you any Australianisms? Not really. Margot's so much fun. She's very laid back, and I think that's kind of a, an Australian trait, like very self-deprecating, relaxed. What are you hoping he'll say? Come on over and pop another shrimp on the barbie. <sighs> did she ever invite you over to a barbie? She did. She, she tried in the beginning to invite me. She's incredibly sweet and very hospitable and invited me over to her place to parties and stuff. It was... I would like to know, Osha, if yeah. he thinks that vine travel mm. would be a better way to get around peak hour traffic than being in a car. 
if he would prefer a vine-based commuting system <laughs> yep. than a vehicular-based commuting system. Yes, yes, I would. It did make me wonder, though, certainly when I'm in traffic in an Uber like I was on the way here, and I'm like, if only I could travel by vine. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty efficient way to get, get from point A to point B. It's incredible. It's, it's so much fun. Um, the really crazy stuff that you see in the movie was a professional trapeze artist. Don't ruin the magic. I know, I'm sorry. But I have to give him credit for it because he was unbelievable. It was that his 3D scanned version of my body that they would just post onto his body. Can I get uh, a 3D scanned version of your body to put onto my body that can then go home? Sure, and- they still have it. I'll call Warner Brothers tonight. <laughs> That'll be- I want it back, actually, because that body's long gone. <laughs> I think you should ask him when he thinks True Blood jumped the shark. Don't. Ask it, but make sure that's your last question. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then make sure you have a vine just to get away real quickly. (laughs) You've been involved in uh, one of the, you know, the last decade, a very, you know, significant pop cultural event in True Blood. Is there a part of the season that you go like, yeah, we were a bit past it by then, or were you always happy with it? Um, It was always, it was always fun. It really was. Seven years is a long time. There were definitely moments where... I, I had to work really hard yeah. so it doesn't feel complacent or, or you know, just repetitive. Uh, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Have a lovely time here in Sydney. I will. I will. Go. And thank you so much for the light show. I really appreciate what you did. Did you admit that He was that talking about uh, Vivid in Sydney. It's this massive big thing where oh, they right. oh, yeah. up the opera house and yeah. they, I told him I put it on for him and, and he believed it. So yeah. he believed everything you said? So far, you put on a light show for him. You're related to Margot Robbie. I can't wait until he goes back to his co-star and goes, Hey, I met your cousin. (laughs) Osha. Yeah. Your cousin. What's happening? Imagine going, oh about God, that. I'm related. <laughs> in the video of that, the yeah. video's on the website. In the yeah. video of that, he talks about that Margot all the time would be inviting him up. Oh, come up, because they shot it in the UK. Yeah. She said, oh, I'm going off to Amsterdam for the weekend. Why don't you come with me? He says, I can't. I've got to stay home and drink amino acid shakes and work out. Uh. And she would stay, Margot Robbie would stay in hostels with Canadians in Amsterdam. So somewhere, there's some Canadians going, going no, seriously, Margot Robbie was in our, in our dorm room. They're like, sure she Sure was. there yeah. was, eh? Stabbing Abbey, now with Osher on Hit 105. Queensland yeah. State of Origin, game number two. And doesn't it make such a difference for you Tomorrow night, now knowing that Corey Parker has announced his retirement. Oh yeah, so, you know, like I kind of go, this is this is his last State of Origin series, and he's just been such an amazing player, the coach of the Broncos. I was a little bit teary yesterday when he announced his retirement, especially when he's on the TV thanking his family. Yeah, right. <gasps> oh, and I said that to Margot, his wife. I yeah. sent a text going, "Oh, so beautiful the speech he did." Um, you know, I had tears in my eyes, and she wrote back, "You're a sook." She's <laughs> <laughs> a battle axe. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a, a big game, must win, obviously for New South Wales, and we want to bring the series home and not have to go to game three. But we went down to Sanctuary Cove to catch up with the boys uh, so before game number one. Yeah, it was great, Osha, and uh, you couldn't. Hang make on, it. though. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Didn't you not? Didn't you have some issues identifying people on the day? Uh, no, I didn't. I did a good job. Yeah. Yes, she did a very good job of asking the other reporters who they'd just spoken to. That is so not true. I had Google. 
That that too. <laughs> and also, we learned a really good trick. If you stood close enough to the guy before you interviewing someone, then you could pick up what he called the guy at the end. When Don't put me Thank down. Much, I was Amy. very good at getting us the interviews. Yeah. Thank you. While you stood at the back going, oh, this feels like I'm getting into a nightclub. Oh, I feel like I'm not wearing the right shoes. I was right at the front. You were very good. Thanks. And it's funny that you mention about recognising the players, Osher Ginsburg, because you would assume that the players are recognisable to everybody because they're so high-profile athletes yeah. who are at the top of their game. And yeah. you, sir, are a high-profile celebrity at the top of your game because mm-hmm. you, I would say, are one of the best hosts of a television show in Australia at the moment. Yeah. Well done to you. But My name is Luke Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, but, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, it's such a huge show. Huge show. But would you say that your target demographic would be rugby league players in general. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> no idea who I am. That's funny that you say that because we did mention to everyone that we talked to, oh, uh, really? including Corey Parker, we originally cut this uh, out. Gay Guy, uh, a few of the boys, we chatted to them and we said that we worked with you. Uh, and this was a, this is a compilation of their responses about whether or not they like your show and if they know who you are. No, you watch the Bachelor or the Bachelorette? No, no, sorry, that's all right. That's all right. You a fan of the Bachelor? My missus watches it. I, I don't really. Yeah, I don't watch. Okay, that's all right. That's fine. Do you watch the Bachelor? You would watch the Bachelor, wouldn't you? No, I don't watch the Bachelor. You don't? No, I can't tell you. Yeah. I did throw in a few. Andrew G, you know them. Oh, it's on Wednesday nights. They're busy playing State of Origins. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. But, okay, look, if you do want to feel better about yourself, you know how, like, sometimes as a punishment to prisoners, they will play them music uh, 24-7, and I guess if they ever came out of the prison that they were being held in and someone said, do you know Metallica? They would say, yes, actually, I have quite a lot of an experience with Metallica. I was forced to listen to it in Guantanamo Bay. You do get by on that card because some of them are aware of you vicariously. Wait a minute, let me rephrase this because no one likes to admit it. Have you ever been forced to watch it (laughs) Why someone in your household was watching it? Yeah, I've watched it. I don't make a point of sitting there watching The Bachelor but at times I have found myself watching it because Margot's watching it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll see it. Okay, there we go. I should have asked that because everyone's like, nah, don't watch it. Nah, not a fan. (laughs) What? Finding love. (laughs) Rubbish. There you go. So you are to you are to footballers what waterboarding is to terrorism. <laughs> Here to help, mate. Here to help. Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit One Hundred and Five. Everyone has a story, and we want to share it. Stab Abbey and Osher's Humans of Brisbane. Yeah, all this week we're going to be putting the spotlight on homeless people of Brisbane. It's kind of a... It's not really talked about that much, I would say. I think it's an uncomfortable topic, Yeah, from being honest. You see a lot of people on the side of the road who are... I don't know. Don't want to make eye contact that we always presume are maybe drunk or out of it. Um, the thing that the thing that freaks me out the most, guys, is that uh, people will be way more freaked out by puppies in a pet shop, or way more freaked out by a cat or a dog that is scheduled for, to be euthanized at a shelter yeah. than they are about a person, a human being, sleeping in a park. That's well, I true. guess if you you know if you think about it, when's the last time you actually stopped and helped someone who was homeless? 
Yeah. Yeah. But people will people will grab a dog running around and go, well, hang on, you're not where you're supposed to be going. Let's check your tag. Yeah, no, mm. it's true. And I think a lot of that comes down to the stereotypes that are out there about homeless people. And yeah. we'll be the first to admit that we went into this week. We've pre-recorded all this stuff last week, uh, and it changed our views on it, I yeah. think. Uh, uh, the, the men's hostel was, um, uh, yeah, it was very hard for me, I think, Yeah, seeing a lot of the guys there. Because I, I, I think, you know, you look up to, to men, maybe yeah. I do, you know, like my, either my father or my brothers, and to see a man like that broke. Broken, uh-huh. You know, that you yeah. would previously be a, a strong man was quite yeah. hard. And they, they were talking very openly to us when we after we had a meal with them. Yeah. We went to another room. We went down and had dinner with them and then we went and had a chat to them. And we're going to be playing those chats back uh, this week. And the first one we're going to play back is Richard, who actually got to you quite uh, profoundly. Abby. Because his life changed instantly yeah. and it changed as a result of his pressure from his job. Um, yeah. And he was all he kept talking about was wanting to get a house so that he could have his son come over and stay with him, because yeah. he's you know his son can't do that at the moment. This was at Ozcare, and this is Richard's story. So we're here at Ozcare, uh, a men's hostel, and we've just had um, a meal, a full belly full of meal, and we're we're here talking to Richard. Hello. Hello. <laughs> now, Richard. Do you mind sharing why you found yourself here? No, not at all. Um, I'm here because um, basically I had nowhere else to go and um, abusing substances in the past and uh, driving trucks and all came to a halt. And since I've been here, this place has actually been a lifesaver. Yeah. If I wasn't here, I'd probably be in a gutter somewhere. And it's no good because I've got an 11-year-old child who lives with his mother and looks up to me dearly and I didn't want to go disappointing him. He's getting to the age where he should know, he can see what's happening. Yeah. So. Do you know, I don't want this to seem in a rude way at all, but, like, I sat next to you for dinner and you'd be someone who I would walk past in the street or I would, you know, be at a coffee shop with and you'd be getting a coffee. You don't seem any different than than either than Stav and I. What do you feel sort of maybe changed for you to find yourself here or maybe not dealing with day-to-day, I guess, in what we call the traditional way? Oh, I found... The best thing I could have done was open up and admit where I went wrong. Yeah. So, which was a lifesaver. That's amazing. You've used that word twice now, lifesaver, about this place. And um, I was saying as I walked up here, I think everyone in Brisbane has driven past this place and seen the lines out the front and then kept on driving. Uh, But inside here, lives are being saved like yours. Um, What would you say to those people that do drive past and, and don't bat an eyelid and don't think about it again? Um, I've been here, what, four months, and I didn't even know this place existed until four months ago exactly myself. If I had known that, I would have came here a lot sooner and I would have been put on the right path um, a lot sooner than what I have. All I can say is, you know, I hope to God that Oscar doesn't close down. Yeah. How did you find out about this place if you said you didn't know about it four months ago? I went to my son's house one one afternoon. I'd just been sleeping on park benches and in the parks and around here and there. And Nicole, my ex-partner, said to me, um, 
I've heard of a place called Oscare. Would you like me to give them a ring? And I said, yeah, please, if you wouldn't mind, you know, see if they've got a bed. And she rang up and they had one bed and I had to get here in two hours and that was from Gales. Wow. And I got here and, yeah, and I've been here ever since. So what's your, what's your plans for the future then? Um, my plans for the future is to... Well, I want to get my own place and I want to get it very soon. Yeah. Um, and get some transport, maybe get back into work again. There has been times in the past where I've just been doing my own thing and trying to get on my feet and haven't been able to see my son at all and he's, he gets really upset when he doesn't see his dad. Yeah. So, you know, that was an eye-opener for me to be here and get my life together. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your story. We know this yeah. isn't easy, but that's amazing, and it's so good to see that it's actually working for you too, and yeah. hopefully you're getting back on track. I, f- I feel a lot happier now that I'm here. I have a few medical problems, you know, and once I get all these issues sorted out, I'll be right. Yeah. And Ozcare's actually helping me to do that. Yeah, you're on the path to it. Yeah, on the right track. Thank you. Yeah, interesting story and really emotional for everyone involved. Hopefully this week is going to change your opinion on people like Richard. We've got a whole uh, profile of a few more people down at Care that we chatted to and uh, had dinner with. And also later on in the show, we're going to catch up with another big issue salesman uh, who we surprised on the streets of Brisbane last week as well. Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. I am excited. Because we've got an added uh, interest in The Bachelor and The Bachelorette this year because Osh is obviously hosting it and you're away um, often filming it. So I'm like, oh, wow, I'd love to come along and see what was going on. And yesterday they made the announcement of who the new Bachelorette is and I was excited because it's someone new. It's not someone who previously hadn't been successful on The Bachelor. So there's a new face. Her name is Georgia Love. She's from Victoria. She was a news anchor in Tasmania just before this process because she quit. To find love. Yes. And now we have been promised from the man behind the scenes some exclusive. Well, I'm not behind the scenes. I'm on camera. The man in front of the scenes. Thank uh, you. Giving us some <laughs> behind the scenes tidbits uh, from in front of the scenes. Uh, with Shh, the, just let him Look, just shut up. Scene. During that, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's happening, Steph. Okay. Um, so during that uh, mashup, then I just made a quick call to the network publicist and I said, "Listen, I've really, I've really got to talk about this. You got yes, to tell me what I because can." Abby's can because Abby's put a lot of pressure as, on you. As you can understand, I'm on a uh, yeah. incredibly, incredibly stringent um, confidentiality clause. But yeah. here's what I can tell you. Okay. okay. There are more boys this year. Eighteen. <laughs> it says here in the article that Channel Ten has confirmed. <laughs> Okay, uh, you got anything else? Here's something else I can tell oh, you. No. It's, um, just like this cool. is this is a press release yeah. from Georgia, Channel 10. Yeah, wait, Georgia, yeah. Okay. Georgia has previously appeared on stage in musical theatre. Yeah, she was a trapeze artist. <laughs> Come on, mate! What are you doing? Oh, dear. <laughs> give me something. Come on, give me something. Wow, this, uh, you're just... Abby, yeah. you are not helping. <laughs> I will, I, no, will you help? Me. Yeah. I'm trying to help you. I'm okay. trying to tell you stuff about Batch. Give me something. Give me something I don't know. Hey, hey, you know what, buddy? Make it up. We don't care. I'll know if that's true or not, though, but just... Yeah. <laughs> She's a former Formula One race car driver. That's the way that's we so like it. True. You know that. But she did. She used to actually be a trapeze um, instructor in Malaysia. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. She's a very gorgeous she girl. She once got off a plane in Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> <laughs> she named her cat yeah. um, after her love of Hollywood movies, well, Audrey well, Hepburn. Weird, Abby. You are I'm so I'm not weird, strange. mate. I just... 
no thing. Wow. Um, but yeah, people uh, previously that have dated her said that she's a very she's a very good girl. So don't be looking for any. How, you've already got in touch with people that have previously closet. dated her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's no you skeletons are so, in her closet. You you and boundaries just don't know each other, do what you, Abby? You boundaries. You just have... This is on the Channel Ten press release. <laughs> did you or did you not reach you. out to someone that you knew thought had once spent some time with her? She can't say. She's got this contract I, I thing. I can't. It's can't... contract. I don't really want oh. to yeah. explaining it, yeah, Osha. Yeah, I mean, I'd love it's to gonna be It's going to be a long couple months, isn't it, guys? Stephen Abbey, now with Osha on Hit 105. Massage. Everyone has a story, and we want to share it. Stab Abby and Osha's Humans of Brisbane. It is winter. We've got beautiful weather in Queensland, but let's be honest, we've always been complaining about it during winter. Still, well, it, gets cold. it does get cold in the mornings. It really does. And it makes you think about the people that are doing it tough, the people that are living on the streets. And a lot of people find it awkward. It's an uncomfortable topic to talk about why people are sleeping on the street. Yes. And we, all this week, have been um, highlighting different people. And we did go and speak to the people that sell the big issues. And it's amazing because they have to go and buy these copies first from the office. Um, and they buy the big issue for around about $3.50. Yeah. And then, and then they, sell, they it. sell it at a profit. And they get to keep the, they get to keep the margin. So it... And you know, and and you guys spoke to a lot of these people. They, it's a it's a self empowerment thing. It's a uh, it's very much uh, giving people a what's the word I'm looking for a motivation to uh, to engage with other people. Because I mean, if you've spoken to any homeless person, they often tell you they feel completely invisible. Yeah, yeah. nobody looks at them. Yeah. No one ever speaks to them. Nobody looks at them. They can sit on the street as if they don't even exist. Yeah, yeah but they do. True. And I would encourage everyone uh, to stop and have a chat, or at least buy a big issue. We talked to a few of them, and they're all lovely, lovely characters. Uh, not so much as Greg, who we caught up with last week. He is a He true likes to dress up, one just in case kind. I reference his outfit. We are here with Greg, who is a big issue salesman. Now, uh, Greg, what we're doing here basically is a lot of people walk past you. They do. Uh, don't give you any money. Try not even to look at you. And we just thought we'd uh, get a bit of your story as to how you ended up here, why you do it, and uh, what you get out of it. Well, I, uh, I was homeless for quite a while, uh-huh. uh, quite a number of years, and it took me, it seemed to take forever to, to get a place to live. Um, I'm getting nervous now. Right. Oh, no, no, right. no, no, no. Okay, yeah. Scratch your ears, Greg. Scratch your oh, ears. Oh, that's, that's, that's starting to work. Oh, just for, just for people playing at home, he's oh, wearing oh, a panda oh, yeah, uh, beanie. Yeah, I should explain no, that. I don't... Oh, you're a wolf. wolf. Thank okay. you. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I, I decided I needed to change my, my situation in life. And I walked around and around the city, as I, as you do, and I saw people doing the big issue. Yeah. And I asked them how they were doing. A few of them were quite pleased with the way it was happening for them and how they were getting their lives together. Uh-huh. And so I thought, well, I walked around for a little bit longer and decided, well, I might do this. Uh-huh. And so then I needed to find a place to work. So I ended up on George Street outside 111. Yeah. Um, and I thought, well, this is it, and I'll stay here. And I did. And I've sort of been there now for about 10 years. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I've met some really, really nice people. Yeah, well, you're a bit of a Brisbane character. I mean, people know yeah. you. and they Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. what have I done? <laughs> I think it's a dress-up, sir. I think it's a dress-up. I think it's being oh, nice. Thanks, I think it's engaging with people. And who is it that comes and buys the issues the most? Like, you know when you kind of go, generosity, I guess. Like, I'm not saying it's not a great magazine, because it is. It, it really is, is a great magazine. But it's yeah. also helping you out, and that's what people want to do. Who exactly, do you find yeah. buys the most? Is there a certain, uh, is there a certain genre? That, like, who? Well, I, I don't. From what I've been able to, to see, is that my the highest percentage of my customers are 
like our women. Yep. Because and I've I've worked it out for it's myself. Sex appeal is that what you're thinking? Well, no, no I'm, yeah. I'm I'm thinking it's because basically in society women have more of a need to know what's going on. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they they buy it and they read it and they enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Also, I do have a lot of men, of course, yeah. males that buy it. But I find the women have a, a need to know to sort of keep up with yeah, what's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah. How many issues would you sell during the course of a day? Maybe eight to ten in a day. Okay. Eight to yeah. Oh, yeah, right. And and you find that this this helps you out. It obviously gives you a purpose during the day and the money. Oh, absolutely. Is yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm addicted to coming out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. See, look at that smile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you got that every day, you'd come out, wouldn't you? I do get it every day, mate. You're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I've got one now, look. I've got, I, I bought a couple, so I, I'd have a couple while I was standing with you. Yeah. So I've probably got eight, but I bought them for tomorrow. But if I sell them now, I'll call into the body shop. Yeah. yeah. The body shops are our, uh, one of our distributors. Uh-huh. We have one in the mall uh, one in the mall and one in the Maya Centre. Oh, wow. And they're terrific ladies. They yeah. look after yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you got eight left? Eight, for, eight, eight so far, yeah. Could we- for tomorrow as well, though. Yeah, for tomorrow as well. I buy ten at a time and see how I go. All right. So and if I get down to, like, two or three, then I'll buy six or seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah start yeah. again tomorrow yeah. at ten. And so what, they're seven fifty an issue these days, aren't they? Uh, we pay three fifty for yeah. them. And, uh, and we get seven. So we get half and the other half goes back to helping out the homeless in different circumstances. Well, would it be all right? We uh, we put a pool around the office for people that wanted to uh, get a big issue uh, today. Wow. And if we would like to buy the rest of yours... Uh, up and maybe just kick oh, in the rest for, for the tomorrow. And for tomorrow. And for tomorrow. Well. It's like Christmas, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, well, yes, it is, except you're the one that looks like Santa. Oh, <laughs> That's for you, Greg. That's for you. <laughs> Seriously, thank you. No worries, no oh, worries. Yeah, we'd love to buy uh, the rest of your big issues. Oh, we'll that's absolutely the fantastic. Well. Thank you. No worries, oh, no worries. Well, great. Is that it? That's it? Oh, that's it. That's thanks, it. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Pleasure. And can we say a shout out to Greg and just good morning as well because he listens to the show. So good morning, Greg. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Greg. Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. You women. Oh. <laughs> I am immediately distancing myself from whatever Stab is about to say. No. You ladies. Cute. He's really putting himself on the line. Good for you. You ladies and you just, you got some stuff going on in your lives, don't you? I don't know. I don't know how you make it. No, it's hard. Day. It's hard. First it's challenging. of all. Challenging. Being, it like, is challenging. But in all honesty, being a woman yeah. is a lot harder than a man. I'd have to Absolutely. say in a lot of aspects. You've tried both? Yep. Huh. Okay. My wife, who is a woman, good one, uh, went to get a haircut on mm. Friday. Yes, and uh, she left the house at two. Yeah, to get a haircut. Now, Osha, you have amazing hair, right? Thank you. It's the talk of the town, and uh, it's what you're known for. If you were to go to a hair salon, yeah, how long would you be in the hair salon for? Uh, okay, so nowadays, yep. when I don't have three different shades of blonde foiled into it. Uh-huh. Um, I'm in and out of there yeah, at 45. It means it means it really quick. Unless and when that's I kind had of, that's kind when I had a full head of foils though, yeah, which I used to do quite regularly. I also used to drink. Yeah. it was uh, at least a six pack. <laughs> oh, you're measuring it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> did you used to yeah, take yeah. your own in, or did they used to? Get... I went to my hairdresser's house. Oh, okay, sure. She had a she had a, a box of goon, and I had a sixer, and away we went. Wow. I can't. Holy moly! I don't get my hair finished when I'm at a hairdresser. Yeah. So I because normally it will take me like no no kidding. I've been there for eight hours before. Uh-huh. 
and That's just, no. it's that bad. So I have decided that I don't get my hair cut. I don't get the um, the conditioner at the basin, yeah. and I don't get my hair blow dried. And all the hairdressers even talk about me when I'm there, going, "Oh, just so you know, she's got no patience. So if we could just get like two people doing her hair at the same time, I'm like, wow, she can hear, but whatever." Because <laughs> <laughs> my my wife left the house at two, and uh, I was left uh, parenting Roars, and uh, it got to it got to three thirty. Is she getting it mm. coloured or just cut? I don't know, mate. She's well, it makes a difference. Okay. She's getting the, she's getting the cut. She's going, she's going to the hairdressers. But you can understand what Osha and I are saying. She gets coloured. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, she was getting it, for the sake of the argument, she was getting it coloured with some foils and uh, a new wave. And um, <laughs> she, I think she went in and asked for the flock of seagulls. And yeah. uh, I, I, at 3.30, I was like, okay, well, she'd have to be back soon. And I hadn't heard from her. And I, then I thought, well, maybe she's texting me to let me know where she is because she's like that. And uh, couldn't find my phone, though. So I'm in communicado at this stage. Gets to four, and I'm like, okay, well, she's got to be home soon. Gets to five. Yeah. I'm cooking dinner. I'm literally starting to get a little bit worried. The hairdresser's is, she walked there. Yeah. It's 200 metres down the road. I'm beginning yeah. to legitimately think that something has occurred on her way back, she's walked out. Someone's going to look at that beautiful woman with that amazing hair and bundled her into a van. It gets to 5.30. It's dark. Osha, it's dark. Yes. I'm, I'm sitting, I'm sitting um, Rory down going, okay, so looks like it's just me and you, kid. Uh, look, we had a good run. We had a good run. Uh, but it's just you and me. And now I just I need you to prepare for a parade uh, of okay. possible mums. Glad you weren't uh, dramatic about this. Possible. I You're waited yeah. waited 10 minutes to dr- get to that conclusion. You waited three and a half hours at I this know. point. What a hero. <laughs> she, she saunters back in at quarter to six. Yeah. Uh, yes. And uh, I cooked dinner. I only cooked dinner for me and Rory because I didn't think she, she was coming back. Uh, and I was like... <laughs> Where, where have you been? She goes, oh, I sent you text. I was, I was running late. It was going to take a bit longer. And then she l- looks in her bag and she pulls out my phone. Oh, <laughs> she no. had taken my phone with her <laughs> to the hairdressers and been texting herself <laughs> back and forth and about how long in the she chair was going to take. Who's getting all those messages? So just a, just a heads up for anyone in Brisbane. If you are pouring your cereal at the moment and my wife's face is on your milk carton, that's, that is off. You don't need to call that number. She has been she has been. Stav, how long does it take you to wa- how long does it take you to walk two hundred meters? Uh, it takes me about I would say what ten minutes ten. 15 He's saying, why didn't you go in and check on it? Just walk down the road. Well, then when you put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. It's been a really great show. We've had a good time today. We spoke with some fantastic humans of Brisbane. We spoke to a fantastic Alexander of Skarsgård. And, but yeah, there's some still some things I'm just like, thanks, but no thanks, man. Hey there. You listening to this right now? Oh. Who designs web pages? Oh. When I click on your article, scroll down to read what I'm interested in, just when I get past the bold bit of the headline and get to the actual text, the screen goes opaque and a dialogue box comes up going, Hey, do you want to know more about this? Uh. Put in your email address. Uh. And underneath, in tiny little passive aggressive font, to make the box close, it says, no thanks, I'd rather stay uninformed. Uh-huh. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> that don't. <clears throat> hey. Hey. Stav. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, hell. 
I thought a guy like you would understand. You know, a guy that's chosen comfort over style for so many years. You would understand my choice of tracksuit pants today. Sure, they're bright pink and I purchased on sale at the airport when I had nothing else. And they're the same juicy brand that Paris Hilton used to wear 10 years ago when they weren't cool then. But comments such as, hey, Abby, Barbie just called. She wants her pants back. <laughs> Who are me? <laughs> it's not helpful. Thanks. But no thanks. If anyone needing to picture it at home, she looks like Yetta from The Nanny. <laughs> oh, damn, I too. I do too. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Oy vey. <clears throat> They're velvet. Hey. Weather event. Over 100 mils of rain on Sunday? That's fine. But when I tried to get to the bowls club yesterday afternoon, the road was blocked by mountains of runoff water. Let's just all take a minute to appreciate it. It's that a Monday. Lesson. You could take a day off. I did take a day off. I took Sunday off because it was raining. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's it. I don't think we appreciated that. I'll read it again. No, no, no. When no, I no, tried no. to get to the bowls club yesterday afternoon, the road was blocked by mountains of runoff water. And what did you do when you couldn't get your discount beer? Well, if, if the Baden Bowl slogan is if it's flooded, forget it. Went home. Thanks. You couldn't forget it, though, could you? No, thanks. Couldn't forget any of my problems, Osha, which is why I go to the bolster. Uh, oh, no, not the answer. Hey, thanks for a great show, team. Bloody good to talk to you today. Oh, yeah. just, just great talking to the exclusive machine that you are, Osha, from The Bachelor. Stab and Abby, now with Osha on Hit 105.